0: Alright guys, welcome to Creepers Cryptid and Paranormal Corner. Uh, episode 5 today is going to be about uh, a few famous Australian cryptids. Yowies, Bunyips, Dogman, even a few creatures that aren't classed as um, cryptids in Australia like the Big Cat and Tasmanian Tiger. I'm going to have a look at a few of these creatures and have a bit of chat about them. If you guys think of any other cre- cryptids or even folklore in Australia or around the world you'd like me to have a look into and do an episode on, just let me know, cheers. So let's get into it guys, first one off the list. The Yowie. Indigenous stories of the Yowie describe an ape-like creature um, in appearance that walks on two feet and it's believed to stand between six to twelve foot tall. Um, it's known to have hair all over its body other than its face, its hands and its feet. There's even been reports of the creature having no hair on its chest, sort of like the way a gorilla does. Um, I'm not sure if you want to call it hair, fur or even I don't, a mane, I don't know what, what you call the hair on its body. Um, there's been reports of short hair, really long hair, to the point that the hair hangs off its arms, sort of like an orangutan and stuff like that. Even the colours vary all over Australia. There's been creatures that are reported to be black, brown, red, more of an auburn colour, even a sandy sort of, like a tan colour. There's even been reports of grey or white coloured creatures too. For thousands of years here in Australia, the Indigenous stories of this creature have just been spread through the generations as cave paintings of it and even in recent times there's still been thousands of thousands of reports in newspapers and tv articles stuff like that that trace all the way back to the first fleet when captain cook arrived in australia there's many different names for this creature most of the indigenous tribes in australia actually have different names for it um and there is actually reports of different types of this creature. Now, I don't know if they're the same creature and they've just sort of, they might have evolved to a certain area in Australia or they're actually completely different um, creatures or species. The main one, the Yowie, the names name for it is the Yowie, the Hairy Man, the dulaga even the Yahoo. There's, like I was saying, you could go through the name, every different tribe and area in Australia and they have a different name for this creature. But this is the most commonly known and seen cryptid in Australia. It's the one like I said stands at 6 between 6 to 12 foot tall and this one's got to be, it's got to be related to the other ape-like creatures that are seen all over the world like the bigfoot and the sasquatch from America, the yeti or the abominable snowman from the Himalayas, the orang-pang deck which is the southeast asian type of the um of bigfoot or yowie, and there's even the alma and it's the russian type of bigfoot. Um like I was saying all across australia there's stories and that and even across the globe there's every country has a different name or a different appearance for this creature like whether the colors or the height or the weight of the creature changes but yeah there's there's stories every about everywhere about them the folklore it's been going on for thousands of thousands of years it's not the sort of it's not like a fad that just started up overnight a lot of different stories about this creature from all the indigenous tribes around australia some like it's just crazy the difference between them some tribes say that back in the day they actually used to trade items with these creatures and then you hear stories of other tribes who had to have warriors that would stay up all night because if they didn't the Yows would come in the dead of the night and kidnap small children or women come in and steal food or even just attack the tribes um, when they weren't expecting it these creatures are located all over australia and most like most of the cryptids in Australia, the majority of the sightings are on the east coast. Um, I have a look at one of the different types of the yowies too now, and that's the jun the or the Junjudi, the little fella. This one's known as the little hairy fella. It stands at the at the most I think they've been reported to stand to about four foot tall. These creatures are real tricksters. They'll sneak into your camp at night, try and steal stuff. They might try and touch you try and scare you and stuff like that they just muck around a lot um i've heard stories of guys going into the bush stopping to have a drink and stuff like that and they've actually snuck up behind them and tried to grab stuff out of their their hiking bag and stuff well like before they even knew what was going on um there's some stories of them being very territorial and even getting very aggressive which is it's crazy and they reckon they're so small and they reckon yeah they reckon they're the most dangerous of the types of yowies in australia it's pretty funny it just sounds like they got a bit of small man syndrome the other type of yowie that i'm really interested in learning more about and hopefully trying to see one day is the quincan. the Quinkin is the big fella this now this is a yaoi that gets reported that, that i've heard stories of them standing up between 12 to 15 foot now these are the giants guys these are the ones that make me think of the giant sasquatch that get reported that are deep in the alaskan wilderness that's massive eh between 12 to 15 foot if you it's hard to think about it without you take a tape measure out the front and r- measure that out and actually see how big that is that is huge um sounds ridiculous man if it's true it's just mind-blowing i haven't i haven't actually Seen any reports on the internet? But I've actually I've talked to guys and they've told me about them and stuff like that. I've heard a few stories about them, and most of these creatures have been encountered along the Great Dividing Range, um, everywhere from the Blue Mountains up to the gold, all the way up to the Gold Coast and stuff like that. It's crazy to think a creature that big could be roaming through the bushland here in Australia with not that many sightings of it. But then when you hear about the stories and stuff that these guys aren't just seeing these creatures a kilometer into the bush some of these some of these creatures have been encountered 15 to 20 kilometers into the bush where oh, i wouldn't be surprised if no white man's been either in the last 50 years or if not ever like it's just crazy imagine being that far imagine 15 15 to 20 kilometers into the bush nowhere around you probably get no service nothing like that and you see a creature that's 15 between 12 to 15 foot tall you think your life was was going to be ending that day 12 to 15 foot that's ridiculous eh it sounds sounds so crazy like it's hard to believe but with all my encounters with yowies dogman and even panthers knowing these creatures are real there's a possibility of anything that gets better that has been reported out there, could possibly be real too. Like I was saying, the Quinkan is the type of Yowie that I really want to look into more. And I'll try and try and get some more info and get back to you guys on them. And hopefully one day I might be able to encounter one too. Cheers. Right, guys, the next famous Australian cryptid on the list is a bunyip. It's basically an amphibious creature that's known to live around rivers, lakes, swamps, billabongs and any other bodies of water. And these stories have been told by indigenous folklore dating back thousands of years. Same as the Yowie, there's plenty of different names uh, for this creature with the different indigenous tribes across Australia. A couple of them are the Kaiprati, the Wowie Wowie, and the Yalu. And the descriptions vary so much between different tribes and different encounters. Some reports report a giant uh, creature resembling a hippo. There's even accounts of giant wombat-like creatures. Um, Typically like a Yowie, there's been ape-like creature reports as well and even creatures that resemble the lockless monster basically a creature that's supposed to look like the extinct dinosaur the plesiosaur, um and even things like it, it could have been a dugong and the indigenous people or any other people that are reported sightings of the bunyip might not have known what a dugong was and seen it and freaked out thought it was a monster um most of the stories of these creatures basically say that it's nocturnal and um there's a lot of indigenous stories telling children to stay away from the waters of the billabong at night because the creature would come and take them but then at the same time there's actually stories of the creature being a harmless herbivore that didn't attack unless it was provoked some of the descriptions of a giant sized wombat actually make me think that these stories being passed on through generations of thousands of years of indigenous people um they could have been encounters with one of the last of the diprotodon the diprotodon was was known to be the largest ever recorded marsupial it was closely related to the wombat and the koala of these days um the diprotodon was one of the last living megafauna on the australian mainland and fossils have shown that they grew to almost three meters long um about two meters high and and there's been estimates this creature could go, get up to a whopping 2500 kilograms Now, if you encountered a pissed off wombat in the Australian bush, uh, you know how tough the buggers are, and if they're provoked, they aren't afraid to have a go at you. Just imagine that with the size of a diprotodon. Um, You could just imagine these creatures being annoyed or attacked by indigenous people and attacking out of defence. Or you could just imagine it having a shit day and imagine the damage a creature that size could do to a child or even an adult. Could the diprotodon be an answer to the bunyip? There is a possibility with this creature. Because um, they're known to have gone extinct about 40,000 years ago And nearly every year the estimate of how long Aborigines have lived here in Australia changes And it's up to oh, well over 100,000 years now So let's just say that there is a chance that Aborigines have lived side by side with these creatures For a minimum of 60,000 years That could explain it I'll have to do an episode in the future on a few of the Australian megafauna um, I reckon it would be really interesting to look into it my thoughts on the Bunyip is that the creature in Canada has actually been a Yowie. There's been so many reports of people running into Yowies around water. Um, I've had multiple encounters with Yowies and men out fishing in my kayak, and I know um, so many, so many reports of um, Yowie Yowie encounters um, around water. Could the people have encountered a Yowie coming out of the water? Because you think, like, if you see someone that comes out of the, comes out of the shower or out of the beach or out of a pool. How different they look when their hair's wet and flattened down on them. So um, you just imagine how different a yaoi could look, even to someone that's had a had an encounter with one before. Uh, and if a person hadn't had an encounter with a yowie, um, they would tell people this big monster had come out of the water trying to get them. So a lot of these Bunyip encounters could possibly come down to misidentification. The next creature I'm going to go into, it's not really a cryptid, um, the big cats. Big cats all over the world, you know what they are, lions, tigers, panthers, cougars, jaguars, um, just to name a few. The list goes on and on. But I'm going to call this the big cat in Australia cryptid because it isn't supposed to be here. And at the end of the day, cryptids are really just a creature that hasn't been proven by science yet. You think about it, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, the highland gorillas and even pandas were classed as cryptids. Um, there's been cave painting stories that go back thousands of years with big cats living on the mainland of Australia Large big black cats like panthers or pumas tan color large cats like cougars And even tiger like creatures in um, northern Queensland Me personally, I've had two encounters with black panthers um, and, a, and a cub both both the cats were easily larger than a Rottweiler dog massive long black tail the tail was basically nearly the same length of its whole body they were so big and so quick the night we encountered one in the bush while we were out trying out my new camera was crazy we recorded a cub which was easily bigger than any domestic cat I've ever seen out in the bush stalking a little rabbit while we hear big mama moving around the thick bush not far from the cub um we'd got too close and it started hissing at us and that um it's nothing like I've ever heard in the bush you go on my YouTube page like I've got the got the footage up and if you're listening good enough you can actually hear the cat hissing and it sounds like a like a cougar in old western movie when they see it coming up it's just crazy i've never heard anything like that ever i've also had an encounter with a tan color like a cougar like a big cat in the bush too um across the road in front of me headlights when i was driving to a friend's house one one night about 10 to 12 years ago um if you live in Australia you know what our country roads are like they're actually pretty wide and this creature actually leapt out of the bush landed on the double white lines in the middle of the road and leapt straight into the bush on the other side and out of sight um it, it done it so quick and it like for the distance of that leap to land on the double white lines from the bush line like each side of the road's always got about a meter or meter and a half that's being being cut or there's no trees or that just so a bit safer and stuff like that so it's actually leapt out of the bush landed on the double white lines and gone I've never seen a cat or a dog move so fast or effortlessly like that um, and the area actually had this encounter as it's had big cat stories for over a oh, hundred years I've actually been told by locals on this on this section of road where I had my encounter for 50 60 years coal mine coal mine and truck drivers have actually mentioned seeing big panther-like cats sitting on the side of the road on a big log. Um, they've seen the creature nearly every morning that they ever worked, and it was just a thing. They'd always have a laugh and talk on the radio and say, yep, the big cat's out again, and yeah, so it's, it's pretty wild. But some of these big cats, could they be rel- relatives to the, um, the extinct marsupial lion? Marsupial lion was a large marsupial cat, that lived thousands of years ago before it was extinct and um could this be what people are actually seeing animals always evolved to their environment the colors can depend on the surroundings marsupial lines were a tan color but could some of these creatures actually eventually down the lines turn black as well so the big black cats could actually still be marsupial lions too i actually know of an area that people are having problems with wild dogs and the national parks come in and try to catch them all, and that, and they actually, they actually killed one and sent it off for testing because it looked a bit odd, and it was actually a hundred percent purebred dingo, and it was jet black. So, you think of well, the the main colour of a dingo is the tan colour or more of a whitey sort of colour for these dingoes to be pure pure black, and you see how green the bush is around Australia. Um, if you know anything about camouflage, you can actually you could be dressed up in jet black and camouflage pretty good in even in the brightest of green bush. So could these marsupial lions actually in some areas evolve and change their... Their actually changed to um, suit their surroundings. There's always been stories of the end of World War II when the United States and UK troops leave and, and they've actually had panthers and cougars as mascots for each of their platoons and stuff like that. At the end of the war there's been a lot of stories of the creatures just being let loose into the australian bush um i've even heard stories of alligators being released into river systems and near near heavily po- populated towns and stuff like that but the alligators actually being found dead a few months later once winter hit and they got too cold and they couldn't survive so it's a possibility they come from that um not the possibility is the uh, big cats have escaped from a turin circus and weren't reported because they thought they would get in trouble or maybe they just let them go because they were terrible for performing and stuff like that and there's there's been a lot of um african lion safaris and stuff like that over the years in australia and same thing creatures could have escaped from there and a couple of them could have escaped and um they haven't been reported because they'd get in trouble or might have been worried they'd get shut down and these creatures could have started breeding and stuff like that but um but yeah for but for the reports of big cats being around for thousands of years there has to be a breeding population of some sort of big large feline in australia um you just have to look at how how elusive these creatures are i remember reading a couple of weeks ago that they'd finally gotten footage of a type of jaguar in a country overseas i can't remember what it was but they actually said that they've known for the jaguar to live in this area overseas for centuries and they've only just got footage of it in the last couple of months. So it just shows how, how elusive they are and how sneaky they can be. So who knows where these creatures are and how many of them are actually out in the bush. I've actually heard indigenous stories of Aboriginals hunting down these big cats with dingoes they've known that they've come in and killed people in the tribe and stuff like that and i've heard of them going out hunting them too and killing them because they couldn't train them to use them to hunt and stuff like that like they could with the dingoes so could it be that these things just always been around it's just we haven't seen them there's so many reports of them on the mainland and like i said there's cave paintings from thousands of years ago and nothing against indigenous people aboriginals because i'm I'm part Aboriginal and stuff like that, but they couldn't just make up these big black cats and draw pictures of them in paint, like paintings up on walls and shit like that. Because they didn't have Google back then, they only drew and painted stuff they've seen. And all, the, even their Aboriginal Dreamtime creatures are all based off living uh, animals that have lived in Australia at one age or another. So, yeah, could these creatures just always be here? And there? it's only just recently that more people are seeing them. next creature on the list i'm going to look at is the tasmanian tiger and again the same thing it's not a cryptid but it's been extinct for that long now that there shouldn't be reports but all the time there's still new reports of this creature and i heard a heard a report of one being seen on the mainland of australia about three weeks ago so yeah um, i'm going to get into that now and tell you about the tasmanian tiger a bit Tassie tiger or the thylacine, um, it's known to inhabit mainland of Australia, Tasmania and even New Guinea for thousands of years. When you read about the Tasmanian tiger and you see pictures of it, you think this creature had been made in a lab. The head resembles a dog, which could open a jaw further than any dog or wolf in the world. I think it's m- over 180 degrees. Um, it actually make it actually made the jaw pretty weak, the fact that it could open up that much and, um yeah there's plenty of reports of tasmanian tigers being found with broken jaws or torn ligaments and tendons and that in its jaw just because the fact they can open up so much but yeah so the head resembling a dog big massive jaw that can open up over 180 degrees short rounded ears that uh, sort of resemble a koala front legs are actually a lot shorter than the back legs nearly resembling sort of like a kangaroo but not massive not not really long like a kangaroo but just yeah just A lot bigger than the front legs, so its bum sat up a bit higher than that. Actually, had a actually had a pouch too, being marsupial. Had a pouch and um a long stiff tail, more more like a kangaroo than a dog or a cat's tail. So it was really stiff. It was a tan color. Had black stripes along its rump, halfway up its back, um, and it went right down to the end, halfway down its tail, um. And the creature was actually known to stand up its, on its hind legs and it could actually hop like a kangaroo. They, they reckon the creature could stand up on hind legs and make it easier for it to see through the long grass and that look for prey. So as I was saying, tan, tan colour um, it's actually the size of a medium to large dog. And the weights varied between female, male and female and they could weigh between 12 to 25 kilos. Um, the average length of the creature was about 120 centimeters and the height of the shoulder down to the ground was the average about 55 centimeters so it's a decent sized dog but not some massive pig hunting dog or something like that and yeah the the males are actually known to be a, a lot bigger than the females so yeah you think about it you had this marsupial creature with the head of a dog ears like a koala back end, and um and a tail like a kangaroo and the stripes of a tiger it's just crazy and there wasn't photos and people knew this creature existed like if this had gone extinct thousands of years ago like people would hear about this and go yeah right that's that's a load of shit but um it's funny because there's still it still has relatives today of this creature today and tasmanian tiger is really closely related to tasmanian devil and even the little numbat Yeah, if you look up them creatures, that's, that's what it was related to. So it's not a dog, it's not a cat or even a tiger. Tasmanian tiger only got the name Tasmanian tiger because of the stripes it had. Um, they reckon the Tassie tiger went extinct about 4,000 years ago on the mainland. But plenty of people have reported on the, in the Victorian high country and even the Blue Mountains near Sydney in papers and stuff like that up until the 1890s. But like I was saying, there's been plenty of reports even up to recently on the mainland, and there's always been reports in Tasmania of the Tasmanian tiger still existing. Um, the last known tiger actually died in captivity in Tasmania in the 1930s. On the mainland, they put the extinction down to a few things. Um, when the dingoes came to Australia, um, when they started to compete with the Tasmanian tiger, they were just a lot better hunting and stuff like that, so they reckon the tigers might have gone extinct. Did they run out of food and stuff like well, Not run out of food, but they could, just couldn't compete with the dingoes um a lot of their prey might have died off at the same around the same time too um there's reports that they could have been killed off by aborigines same thing they couldn't train them like they could train the dingoes and maybe they were thought they were killing people or hunting too much of the food that they needed to eat so they killed them off even climate change I've heard a lot of that when it was the main predator on the mainland. Like maybe the drop in temperature or the raise in temperature was just too much for him to keep up hunting the way they were, and actually died off. So as I was saying, the last known um Tasmanian tiger actually died in captivity, and it was on the sixth of September, nineteen thirty-three. Little little guy's name was Benjamin, and they reckon he was left out overnight instead of bringing him into his little little den that he slept in. He got left out in the um elements and anyone knows what tasmania is like even in summertime soon as the sun goes down it's just freezing so because it was used to sleeping inside and that they reckon it just died in the elements what what a shitty way for an iconic creature to go extinct um it was pretty much hunted and killed off in this in tasmania after farmers thought it was the tasmanian tiger killing their sheep which they reckon now they've proved that The Tasmanian tigers jaw bones were actually too weak to take down something like a sheep or a goat and that so They actually put it down. They reckon a lot of them were misidentified And it was actually wild dogs that killed their sheep and stuff like that There was actually a bounty put on their heads and they were getting paid real good money to go out and kill these adult tigers And I think they even got a got a lot of money for for cubs to be brought in whether they were dead or alive or not but um The bounties just went crazy between the um 1888 and 1909 and they reckon there wasn't many tigers left in the left out in the wild after that people just got greedy and were just killing them for the sake of making money but just think about this for a second the size of australia doesn't look like much on the map but it's actually the land mass is the same probably about the same size of the populated areas in the United in the United States, if they had all got pushed together, I reckon Australia'd probably be, actually be bigger. They've got three hundred eighty million people or something like that. We've got twenty four million people that live in Australia, and um, that that twenty four million people only inhabit about ten percent of the land mass. Eighty five percent of the of the population actually live within fifty kilometers of the coast. So that's just fucking wild when you think about it. And 40% of the country is actually desert, so people don't live out there. And if they do, they're just nuts. How can anyone in their right mind sit there and think, yep, Tasmanian tigers are actually 100% extinct. There's still bushland 100 kilometers from Sydney that no white man have ever stepped foot in. There's no way you could ever sit there and know that there's not one of these creatures left. Or are they going to get all the people in Australia to line up hand in hand and walk through the bush and... Push everything out the other side to Western Australia and say, yep, there you go, told you there's no Tasmanian tigers. And you've got to jump on the internet and look it up and there's thousands and thousands of reports of this creature on the mainland still. Like, it just makes you laugh. There's sightings in towns with massive populations, sightings on freeways, hundreds of thousands of people drive along every day. There's been sightings on freeways where they've seen a Tasmanian tiger dead on the side of the road. and by the time they realised what it was, turned around and headed back 10, 15 minutes later, they're gone, never to be seen again. People have seen them on their farms, people have seen them on hiking tracks. I've even heard of places people have actually said that they've seen full breeding populations and they reckon the government know about it and they're trying to keep it quiet so that maybe they can breed the population up enough and they could actually bring them off the extinction list one day. I mean, think about it. There's people in Australia that don't even realize how big Australia is, and don't even realize that there's so much land that still hasn't been explored yet. Like all you have to do is go to your na- own national park, closest one to your house, go for a walk, go ten minutes, ten meters off the um, track, and you got a chance of getting lost and never being seen again. Um, I was saying, I was hoping, I hope they're out there still, and hopefully I'm lucky enough to see one one day, and hopefully there's that many of them we might be able to have them as pets it'd be awesome i was gonna add dogman to the list tonight but i'm gonna cut it short i've gone on long enough he's probably all bored and i'd rather do a whole episode on dogman there's so much going on with this creature there's so many different variants so many different encounters and the way they act and it's just crazy the last 12 months has actually been more reports of the dogman than any other cryptid in the whole world so i'm gonna do do a whole episode on that and but for now i'm going to call it quits and hope you guys enjoyed it and if you haven't liked and subscribed to the channel i'd appreciate it and share it around a few of your friends but until next time guys keep safe out there cheers